471 is going to cost you two rands. However, what we're going to talk about is lots more than that. So the agency process, is it really fair? How does it all that work? We'll talk to three guests about that right now. Content marketing as well coming up. And then we'll look at the Oscar Pistorius brand in the light of all that's happened over the last uh, few days with Michael Goldman, the impact of his brand and the impact of brands that, in fact, sponsor him. So we chat about that. Cricket South Africa's got a new campaign with Ram getting involved. we we'll talk about that too. Um, William Bird will look at uh, two major issues in terms of the ethics, in terms of how the media has covered it, which is, once again, this whole issue around Oscar Pistorius and Riva Sienkamp, and then the Sekwali divorce story that uh, broke last week, remember. There's a great debate. New TV show happens uh, tonight at uh, 10 p.m. We'll talk about that. And Natural FM has got the music awards, so let's get the backstory on that. Just how does it really work? Jeanette Breitenbach, as well as the ad experts, she'll give us a hit and misses for the week, so you listen out for that around uh, 10 to 11, just before we wrap up the show. If you need to call in any time, we take short, sharp, very quick calls, 891 I hope you got that. Please save that number. Uh, 34701 is the SMS number, and uh, you can tweet. I'll pick up the tweets at, at Ashraf Garda. And you can also comment on my Facebook page with the same SAFM Radio, Twitter and Facebook, all available. We can check out all of those things. Let's, however, start with the issue around the agency pitch. How does it work? How fair is it really? I've got three guests. Colisa uh, Deshan is the first one, creative director at uh, Joe Public, also what is chairman of, of the Lurie's. Hi, Colisa. Good, good morning. Hi. Good morning, Ashraf. How are you? I'm very good. Good talking to you. We also have Julian Ribeiro, who's the MD of Ogilvy, Johannesburg. Julian, good uh, Good morning. Hi. Good morning, Ashraf and Kalisa and Chris. Indeed. And, uh, and, uh, and well, you just mentioned it, Chris, as in Chris Mordach, who's, uh, well, been around corporate marketing analyst, done lots of things, media commentator, guru, many may say, also chairman, I think, still, of the BizCommunity.com uh, website. Chris, good morning. Hi. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Thank you. Now, I'll tell you what the basis of my discussion. I had a chat with Dale here for a few days ago, in fact, on the afternoon show, talk show that I do, and sort of asked him to say, get one thing off your chest. Of course, she's the CEO of the agency Chili Bush, and uh, this is what she had to say. If we're talking to marketers, clients, um, the, the one thing that is a bugbear, and I know it's agency-wide, is this whole pitching thing. And it's not necessarily about current circumstances or anything, mm. but it is a bugbear in the agencies where we have to go and provide a whole campaign up front. And we may be one of ten that presents this before the client chooses. And it, 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 it's, um, it's quite challenging for us because we have to think, wow, are we the poor cousins? Imagine if you went to a lawyer and said, this is my challenge. Um, put a mm. whole case forward about how you would handle this and then we'll choose whether we want to go with your yeah, not. Yeah, it's an ideal scenario from a, yeah. from a client point of view, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Choose 10 lawyers and get them to put a solution forward in detail for your uh, legal problem. So, so you don't like it? Um, I think it's got to be toned down to credentials. I think that clients need to, uh, maybe one or two ideas, but not to do full creative pitches and strategies and uh, documents um, recommending how they plan their campaign for the next year. Is it, is it a uniquely South African thing, a uniquely uh, Anglo-Western influenced thing, or is it, is it the norm around the world? I suspect it's changing around the world, um, but I think we are a little bit behind here. And I, I know some of the bigger advertising a- uh, bodies are, um, if a, pitch, a big pitch goes out, then the, the agencies who are a member of those bodies will refuse to, to pitch. So um, there, is a, there is a movement uh, towards getting away from pitching, and we've just got to all push towards that. Okay, that's the uh, the words of Delia for the uh, CEO of uh, the Chile Bush Agency. So I'm going to get your thoughts, and we'll get to listener opinion in a second. Let's, however, get to the expert. Colisa, you, what are your thoughts on this, the agency pitch? 
Uh, it's a very interesting issue. <laughs> I think it's, a, it's an ongoing debate. Um, but to be honest with you, um, you know, there's been a lot of progress that has been made as far as the pitch process is concerned. When I just think of the South African context and when I just think of the last probably three or four years, I'm thinking of the ACA code here, mm-hmm. where there has been a move more towards um, credentials pitches um, and where, you know, the, the, the clients have been asked to pay a nominal fee, for instance, um, just to help the agencies along. And also, you know, if, if I recall correctly, there is a certain number of agencies that you can have. But I think there is also another side to it, which is, you know, credentials are one thing, but I think if you're a small agency, um, one of the things that a, a, a creative pitch sometimes allows you to do is that you actually get to compete on your thinking as opposed to your credentials. Because I think for a lot of smaller agencies, they may not have the big brands. They may not have, you know, all this from a credential point of view. But when it comes down to the actual thinking on the actual brief, um, it does give them an opportunity to showcase that. Okay, so, let's yeah. just get early thoughts. Chris Mordak, your thoughts just uh, opening salvo? Well, it's uh, the whole pitch process based on, uh, you know, creative pitching is absolutely insane. And I've been saying this for for years and years and years. When you When you have a look... At, um, you know, certainly all the pitches that I've been involved in on behalf of clients, we've all done on a credentials basis. Mm. And, but more importantly, uh, we've done it on a, a compatibility basis. For example, um, some of the big pitches I've been involved in, we, we absolutely insist that when the credentials pitch happens, that you don't have the MD or the chairman coming along with the dancing girls from the agency, but you have the team at the agency that's going to handle the account. Actually selling to the team at the client side who's going to work with the agency. Because really and truly, to me, one of the most important things is is that um, you know an, an efficient agency-client relationship is one of compatibility. You can always buy, you know, you can buy creativity, um, you know, it's the same thing when, when you have a situation like this Vodacom account that's just moved. I wouldn't be surprised if all those people that have been laid off from draft FCB end up going across to the, to the new agency. And I mean, that shows how stupid it is. And, and the same people will work on it then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Just, uh, Julian, from, from Ogilvy's point of view, I mean, what, what are your thoughts when, when there's a chance to pitch? Of course you have to pitch, but do you think it's fair? It's a very difficult, process. I think um, it's a little bit like choosing a marriage partner after one date. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it depends on how well the date goes and then uh, you haven't really got to grips with um, who the agency is, how they work um, and, and I agree Lisa pointed out the progress that we've made um, through the ACA uh, in terms of putting a code of, of principles um, mm, down. Mm, mm, That's yeah. really helped a lot. Yeah. Uh, but I think, I think yeah. the important area is um, something Chris touched on, and that is to have a chemistry session. That's not happening very often in our industry, and that's, that's an area I'd like to see um, improve uh, a, a lot. You know, and the, the cornerstone of, of how we work with our clients is um, collaboration. So with their knowledge of their business and their brand and our knowledge of, of communication, um, together we make a great team. In the pitching process, you don't have that ability. 
um, you get very limited information and you need to come up with, with outstanding insights, strategy, and, and great creative work. And that's a, a very difficult thing. So in, in all the years that I've pitched, I've only ever had one chemistry session or one tissue session. <laughs> okay. That, well, that just tells you how bizarre it is because ultimately you need to work with this agency and, and develop a strategy or rather work with a client and develop that strategy over a period of time. 891 uh, Quick calls if you like. SMS 34701. Otherwise, uh, on Twitter or Facebook, you can email. Uh, rather, you can uh, connect with me. Chris, I want to get to Kulisa as well in a second, but just let just think about this one here. Here you have it, and, and the point that is brought up by, by Dale, you have a situation where a client looks for business, they need someone to do their work for them. It's rather unique where they get four or five agencies or maybe three agencies to, to pitch. And in pitching, there's a lot of creativity that comes through that pitching, leaving aside the actual cost factor. And uh, the client that has, uh, is privy to their thinking and after that makes the decision. And, that, and what happens to that intellectual property? Now, what I, the question I'm asking is, A, how, how legitimate ethically is that? And, and, and why, if, if, it's, if the answer is that it's not, and you sort of alluded to that earlier on, why then is it being allowed to continue? Well, I mean, you know, the clients are the people who actually pull the strings. And uh, really, um, you know, I honestly believe that you follow the ASA, you know, the ACA code and you can't go wrong, but clients don't do that. And to, to answer your question, um, it's absolutely crazy, this business of expecting somebody to do a strategic or creative pitch. It's rather like when you're admitting first-year university students um, is saying to them, all right, we'll, we'll admit you to university, but you've got to write your first-year exams. In fact, you've got to write your end of, you know, you've got to write your thesis that you usually do at the end of the mm-hmm. year. You've got to do your thesis now. And, and you know, I came across um, uh, talking to an agency some time ago um, that, that actually got contacted by one of their clients just saying, oh, listen, we're putting the account out to pitch again. And, and actually, when, when, when I went and sat down with these people and said, well, you know, why are you doing this? Inexplicably, somebody said to me, well, we're putting, the client, we're putting it out to pitch. We don't really want the new agency, but we're looking for new ideas. And I said, well, you know, that's, that, that's the problem, isn't it? Yeah. A, in, now, I don't say that that happens very often, but to me, it, it's actually crazy that you... Uh, you know, it's rather like me going into a, a new car dealership and said, well, you know, I'm going to buy your car, but I want to drive it for a year first. Mm-hmm. And then if I like it, I'll buy it. Now, Colisa, let me get the views of police on this one year. year. You know, you, you made the point earlier about how small agencies can actually benefit from a pitching process, understandably. But as things stand, right, what, what are your thoughts regarding if, if there's sufficient discomfort from from the agency side, including yours and just about everybody else's, and they come together uh, and they tell the clients, this is not the way we're going to operate any longer. Do you think you have sufficient clout to change that? Well, I think, um, you know, as Chris said, it's always going to be a bit difficult because at the end of the day, you know, the power, a lot of the power actually rests in the client's hands. And, you know, if there's one thing that this um, industry has had a problem with Ashraf, it's sticking together. Um, I think a lot of the times when, 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 when clients do certain things, it's, it's usually because of, of, of how agencies will react, will react to that. So just to give you an example, um, when, when, when the code was set by the ACA, 
there were still numerous over and over. We've always had these cases where it's all agreed that it will strictly be a credentials pitch, but within that process, you'll mm-hmm. always hear about certain agencies that actually went and presented, you know, creative. So I think I think I think it's going to take a lot more of the advertising industry actually getting the house in order in order to be able to have that car to speak to the clients. Because at the moment, unfortunately, the need for business um, sort of supersedes the need for principles. Okay, well, maybe that's the issue. The bottom line literally is the bottom line. 891 We're chatting about the agency pitch, and let's just get this right. The, the norm, in, well, in some cases, you have an agency, a client dealing with an agency, and they continue that relationship. They just roll it over because they're very happy. Um, and uh, you've heard the point about the chemistry that they have, but very often, annually, sometimes uh, every second year or so, they'd throw that, uh, the business out to pitch and get agencies to to come up with their creative ideas and then pick one from three or four agencies uh, at great cost to the agencies itself. What happens to the intellectual property of the actual campaigns and the cost factor that comes with it? Is that fair? Because it doesn't appear to happen in any other industry. Julian, does it happen anywhere else besides your industry? I don't think so. Um, you know, and that's, that's one of the things, that's why we've tried really hard to pull together as an industry and to make sure that, that all the agencies support one another and comply. Um, it is it is quite a unique um, situation. So we are trying very hard to encourage clients just to rely on um, case studies and credentials. Um, there are instances where where clients uh, require a strategic and creative pitch for whatever reason, and if that's the case, then there there are steps in place to make sure that that's as fair as as possible. Mm. Because you see, you see the other side of it, and this comes through all that creativity, that one is the cost of the pitch, which means uh, yeah. the point that Kalisa made earlier, sometimes smaller agencies can be seen through a pitch, but others may not even want to pitch, but they just simply can't afford it. That's the one part of it, right? And you know in terms of money cost and actual time cost for a pitch. But the other is when the client then receives your pitch and three or four others, they have this intellectual property, which they then sort of conveniently forget about and sort of resurfaces uh, a year later, and maybe a separate agency now deals with the same client and the client may give the agency some money to say we think this is a pretty good way to sort of tweak this new campaign do you get what I'm saying sort of borrowed intellectual property what yeah, I don't think that? that happens as often anymore and um, most agencies when they engage in the pitch process will make it clear to the client that the intellectual property uh, remains with them after the pitch um, you know we can't we can't police that 100 percent but um, that is the agreement among agencies with, with the clients before pitching. Mm. Chris Mordak, what, what for you then is, is the solution? Well, I think the solution is a simple one. Uh, you know, the problem is naivety and, and lack of understanding on the client side, and one's just got to keep drumming it into their, drumming it into their heads. Um, um, you know that this that this creative pitching is 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 absolute nonsense, and it's it's uh, you know it doesn't work. And and I think the thing is to keep pushing. Um, you know, for those of us who uh, you know get involved in clients' pitches, who who ask who ask by clients to do it, to educate them first of all on the pitching process. I will refuse to be involved with any client pitch that involves a creative pitch at all. And uh, I use my own... Okay, well you, you, you say you will. You, you will now, but, but it's been different before, right? No, no, no not at all. I've never done it. Okay. I, I've never done it because I just cannot see the... I just cannot see the sustainability 
of it. And and to me, it's all about um, you know, it's all about uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, building up these relationships of having compatibility between the on the human side between client and agency. That to me is absolutely is absolutely critical. And when you see um, 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 uh, accounts that have been gained on that basis, um, and and we've put forward a new uh, uh, you know sufficient case histories. For example, you know, you talk about Virgin Airlines when they came in years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, that was done on the basis of going around and uh, the Virgin people having a cup of coffee with some of the agencies. And 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 for some, <laughs> I say this with my tongue in the cheek, for some inexplicable reason, they seem to like Mike Shalit. Well, we all love Mike Shalit. <laughs> and that was it. And that led to a, a, a long association. And I mean... You know, I've done that for a big liquor company down here. I was looking for an agency in Cape Town. We, we literally went and, and, and spent an hour having a cup of tea with various agencies, listening to, to them, listening to them talking. And at the end, uh, the client said, you know, where do we go from here? And I said, well, what do you think? And he said, you know, I really, I really, you know, I could really get on with that guy. We seem to click mm-hmm, and phone mm-hmm, him up mm-hmm. and give him the account. Well, well, you see, it gets us thinking, and Polisa Deshana, you can help me with this one. I mean, you're the CEO of the Luris on the one hand, but also the creative guy at, at Joe Public. You know, is it a case of something that's been entrenched for years, and it's not changed simply because uh, the agencies are, are not coming together in a way, in a united way? You made the point already, the power lies in the hands of the client. Uh, but but why, why does it lie in their hands? Simply because they've got the money, but they need you guys as well to deliver, don't they? Absolutely. Um, but I think Chris just touched on something that's also quite important because I think there's a huge um, role that I think um, the middlemen can play. You know, when you go through a pitch, usually, especially when it comes to the bigger accounts, there's usually companies that are hired to facilitate the entire process to maintain the fairness, etc. And I think there's a huge role that those companies can play just in terms of actually, um, just in terms of actually educating the clients about the fact that, listen, you know, a creative pitch could, you know, will, will, will give you satisfaction for the day. But what's more important is perhaps getting to know the agency from a credentials point of view, from the personalities point of view, from the team point of view that would be working on your business. So I think those guys actually yield a lot of power with the clients, and there's mm-hmm. a lot that they can do as well. Now, I've got a tweet from someone by the name of, well, he used to be a hero. What that means, I don't know, saying it's an important one. So then, how does a new and upcoming agency or agencies get a chance if the pitch isn't creative. I mean, does that person have a point, Julian? That's why what Police is saying is spot on. It's mm. about coming into the agency, uh, meeting with the client, and, and having a chemistry session. Um, what, so what is your new up-and-coming agency all about? What do you stand for? What do you believe? What is your track record? And get a feel for that agency. So um, it doesn't. that's why that's a, it's a very important part of the process that, isn't really happening very often. So that would invite smaller agencies and um, newer agencies to, to be part of the, the mix. And they, they will have some credentials from some of the work that they've done before from other agencies. So the client will get a good feel for that. One of the difficulties is um, clients saying, oh, we want to meet the people who are going to be working on the account. It's mm, something mm, Chris mm. touched on earlier. Which may not be the It's the very difficult company, for please. agencies. Um, I don't have a lot of people walking around uh, with nothing to do 
um, ready to walk uh, to work on a, on a new piece of business that we land. Um, so, so that's quite that's quite tricky. Um, <clears throat> that's why it's important that that they are introduced to the senior people to learn about the culture and some of the work that we've done on on yeah, other accounts. Yeah. So that's always a difficult one. So, so Chris Murdoch, let's look at the, the small agency who's, who's yeah. doesn't have much of a record, um, is asked to pitch. And if they go for, for the actual pitch creatively as opposed to developing a synergy, as you've said, and they get bowled out, I mean, they're going to be forced to pitch anyway, isn't it? They knew they, they want to make an impact. They're going to have to do it even though they can't really afford it. Well, you see, this is the problem, is that, is that the creative pitch isn't necessary. And, I mean, it really, uh, it, it, you know, anybody who starts up a new agency is going to have a track record anyway. I mean, if you start up a new agency with absolutely no track record, then don't expect to last more than a few weeks. But mm-hmm. the thing is, though, that it, it, it is all about, um, you know, presenting one's, one's passion, presenting one's um, a background, and, and getting on with people. And with regard to, you know, the, the team that uh, is going to work on the thing, that is down the line. I mean, the, the first engagement, obviously, is by the people who run the, run the agency. Um, but when it gets down the line and what have you, you've got to get those two teams together. And I think that there's no question about it. I've seen this happen so often where the people, even in very, very small agencies, those who have the passion and the belief and who back themselves going into a client actually don't have to, you know, don't have to give away all the family jewels by, mm-hmm. by getting involved in a, uh, in a creative pitch. Sure, creativity does play a part in a pitch. But it, it doesn't play more than 20%, for example. So there is a bit of creativity there. And, I mean, that might be way the, you know, the way of uh, case history or track record or what we've done for other people or what we can do, for example, in a, a, a certain situation. But it's certainly not more than, than, than 20% of the effort. And I think that uh, that's where the, the, um, the smaller agencies can come in. You know, it's, it's all about... It's all about passion and commitment, uh, rather than just uh, mm-hmm. rather than just uh, the, the the creativity. Because the thing is, too, when one gets to these really big accounts, I come back to the Vodacom account now. Um, uh, you could see, I mean, forty people have been, um, uh, you know, have been released from the draft FCB payroll because they've lost that account. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they've lost that account. Now, the, the account has gone to Ireland Davenport, who who, who are a by their own admission, a boutique agency. So mm-hmm. they're small. They're not going to be able to handle Vodacom entirely, you know, entirely with the, with the you know, uh, uh, numbers that they've got at the moment. So they're going to have to hire more people. I mean, it makes sense to me. Hang on a sec. Why don't we hire some of the people that have got 20 years of experience? Who just job. happens to be working for Draft FCB or whatever. Yeah. All right, we've got about two minutes to wrap up. Kalisa. Have, a, have clients at all indicated you know, to you, uh, maybe over that very important coffee uh, chat, that uh, they'd be willing to rewrite the rules here? Well, <laughs> <laughs> let me know when you're having that not, meeting. Not I'll exactly you. in those words, um, <laughs> Ashraf. <laughs> but I do think, but I do think, um, you know what, has, we've been very fortunate in, 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 in this particular instance because... What I've noticed about a lot of the business that we've won, and this is to Chris's point again, mm-hmm. is that um, is that what the clients speak about? They, I mean, they speak about the work. Obviously, that's important to them, 
Um, and I think we're also very forthcoming, obviously, after we've got the business, but we are also very forthcoming about the fact that, you know, the pitch process is, 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 is for lack of a better word, is not a very it's, – it's quite a fake process because you've got a, a couple of weeks to try and get your head around the brand. Mm-hmm. You've got to come up with solutions knowing very little about the brand, and it's literally just to show them that, you know, you can do hey, something on that. Would I, would, I be, would I be accurate, and I need to wrap up here in a minute, would yes. it be accurate to say that the pitch process, if you say it's quite fake, is it like just wearing a pretty dress or a pretty suit at a function to stand out, just to make the first impression? It doesn't mean you're a good surgeon, for example. Could exactly. Quickly? I would definitely say that, and I think, and, and the point that I was making is that we've been very fortunate that the clients that we've, um, that we've been fortunate enough to pick up all comment on, 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 on rather the personality of the agency on, on, and they all comment on the connection with the agency, which I think at the end of the day is probably going to be more important. Okay. And then the follow-up question should be that if that's what they're coming or to, commenting on, then why in fact do they allow the whole pitching process to continue? Uh, Julia, I'll give you 30 seconds to give your final thoughts. Well, um, we can count on one hand of the thousands of 